Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello, friend. <laughs> Getting on the air today after all that excitement. Oh, Ooh. Lord. I know. <laughs> well, jumping right into it today, I was reviewing and reflecting on our last episode about obligation. And I felt that a natural uh, lead-in would be about boundaries. So one of the things you said, uh, maybe the last episode or the one before that, I think it was last episode, you said, apparently <laughs> I didn't have boundaries my whole life. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing here. No, you're, you, yes, that, that is absolutely correct. That is the truth. Okay. Yes, I right. did, did not know what boundaries were. And reading a book that was given to you at a yoga retreat, is that correct? Was That's what correct. Kind of Yes, boundaries and mm. protection. Mm. And gosh, if I could only remember the author's name. And uh, but but anyway, if you Google that, it, it's uh, a I'll fabulous. put it across the screen so Thank that people you. have references. Thank you. <laughs> I, I know she goes by her her like American Indian name, mm. or or it's an homage to her her American Indian heritage. Mm. Um, I believe it might be something like Lightfoot is the last name, Daisy mm. Lightfoot or something like that. But, okay. but yes, All yes, right. I was given that book mm -hmm. um, during a yoga retreat. Mm. And uh, yeah, who knew? Mm. Who knew about boundaries? Not, not me. <laughs> I think it's one of those things that you're either taught it or you're not and you find out maybe hopefully one day that maybe you need to know it <laughs> you know it's doesn't it doesn't it's not in kindergarten grade school where it's like oh you learn your abcs and your one two threes and your boundaries <laughs> yeah you're, you're never too late for those of you who are like me yeah. <laughs> who are like what are boundaries mm. you, you mean like you know geographic mm. boundaries yeah you know, right. there's all kind of boundaries that's true yeah to look it up relational boundaries is what we're talking here <laughs> yeah yeah did not really i i missed that uh that whole period of learning about that well like you said it's never too late so hopefully people listening they'll they'll catch on to <laughs> spread the word um so at just a what you've read the book um and obviously i'm not in any way um saying that you're an expert here we're, we're very adamant that neither of us are experts in anything that we talk about um but based on what you read and kind of what you've reflected on since how would you define boundaries or in the in the relational sense yeah and i i'm a work in progress mm -hmm. and so i am still kind of honing in on, on what that means in for me and in my yes. life experience but um, I believe a short, short version of it is a boundary is the distance between where I can care for you, mm. but still love and respect myself. Mm. Yeah. So in a relationship, if you, um, if you go through life without boundaries, that all becomes blurred yeah. if you are um, a, a people-pleasing kind of person that mm -hmm. I think we might have chatted about that earlier. You mm -hmm. know, I think we both yes. kind of fit into that category. You, you, you know, you, know, you want to be the person always showing up and, you know, always saying yes and, and you, you want to be liked. You, you want all those things. Mm -hmm. and, and they're all good things to have. Sure. But 
they're good to have within boundaries mm-hmm. and and you know so getting back to that that little definition yeah are you still loving yourself while you're doing those other things are you still right. respecting yourself while you're doing all those other things for another person mm-hmm. and if you are then that's fabulous and you mm-hmm. most likely are in a healthy relationship and you're getting what you need and and the other person is benefiting as well mm-hmm. If you don't have the boundary, then you may feel drained or you might feel used or you or you might feel, gosh, I'm doing all this. And, you know, and then look how they're retreat, you know, look what I get back or mm-hmm. so that that component, that second part of the definition where you're still able to care and love for yourself is so super important. Yes. And so anyway, yeah. I yeah, I just kind of discovered that at, at a recent retreat this year that <laughs> never really looked at it that way. Yeah. Never really looked at life or, or relationships with having having boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way you've described it both here on the show and in private is kind of like a huge aha moment of a flood. Like I almost imagine like a series of scenes going through your mind once you read the book or maybe while you were reading the book of like, whoa, you know, kind of like mm-hmm. that time warp mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, could you, if if you're able to, I don't even know if this is possible, but if you could tell me as you were really understanding this concept of what boundaries are and the importance and, um, you know, the frequency in which it exists, you said in with people and in life. Mm-hmm. What were the feelings that you felt as you kind of realized, I've never had this or I've never? Um, well, I, I guess it it might be easier for me to, to think of it. Um, maybe maybe in, in more of a... Um, without getting into a personal story mm. at least not yet sure I, I'm just thinking of, of maybe boundaries in in general mm. where um, at least someone of my age was raised that when you um, when you go to work you always you know you come in early you stay late you you know you, you give of yourself that you you may, you know you want to be that person that's known in the office as somebody that's going to volunteer all the time they're going to be there for everybody you're you're going to toe the line you're going to take on someone else's work if they need it um that's what makes you a good employee and slash person mm. so yeah. you you never really go into a job thinking i'm going to do them you know okay what's in it for me you go in what can i give you, right. you know what what can i how can i serve this mm-hmm. company and and i and i think that's admirable to a degree but with boundaries and so like i said if you were raised without boundaries or really knowing about boundaries it's so easy for you to be taken advantage of and you know you are because when you go home at night and you've stayed an extra hour and a half, you know, helping the last person that came in or whatever it might be, or you volunteered for to do something for the weekend at a little local community event and and all the other people you work with, they're like, oh, well, we'll know so-and-so will do it. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's let her do it. And 
um, the boundary part comes in because if you are still loving and respecting yourself and you're doing all that, I, I think it's okay. I mean, that's fabulous. You then you damn sight you you really are a really good team player. You're a good mm -hmm. employee. You're a good person. Whatever. However, if you're not respecting, able to love yourself, giving all that time, and mm -hmm. when you're giving all that time to to a job, and something is you know, then you're not there for your family or your friends, or you're exhausted, and Monday rolls around really fast, and you go in not feeling the best because you are not honoring yourself in that equation yeah so you know i know it's a little convoluted but that's mm. like the easiest way i can think of in my life being raised the way i was and and being taught that type of work ethic mm -hmm. um and i know it it to a degree is generational because i i believe with younger people today you're you're taught you're not taught that you're 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 almost taught the opposite you're, mm -hmm. you're taught to you know make sure that you you get what you need at a job and you, you don't go into it thinking that this could be my 40-year career and i'm going to get a pension and you know you have this love affair with a company when I was growing up, that kind of was the way it was. Mm. You you got hired at a good company, and you gave them your everything. You mm. gave them your life and soul, and 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 you shut up, and you got paid for it, and and you know, and, and it went on and on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, things are different now, and I think it, you know, for the most part, better. Right. Better now, with boundaries. I would say on that specific piece, at least speaking for myself, you know, as a different generation, I think for my, I mean, directly for myself, I feel like I've seen over and over people get destroyed by that mm -hmm. and of your generation. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not going to do that. Right. What's the point? You know, you just get destroyed. You aren't there able to be there for your family. You don't get the raise. You almost die literally of a heart attack because you're so stressed out. In some cases you do. And it's, there isn't maybe there used to be more of uh, the company or whatever taking care of the individual you like you said 40-year career that's mm -hmm. just not a thing really these days mm -hmm. it's, it's rare um it, but i don't know i can't really speak for whether that was true yeah maybe you could be there for 40 years but also maybe you lost 20 years of your life because you were stressed those 40 years so stressed right. that so i i don't feel like my generation has been taught it's been more of an observation of i don't want that that doesn't seem fair that I get one life and that's what it is. Mm -hmm. and, and I can, you know, very openly and quickly see, okay, well, if you're in a survival situation, you're going to do what you're going to do. But if you have the opportunity and say, hey, no, I got, I got some worth here. Mm -hmm. I know what I bring to the table and I'm not going to get used that way. Mm -hmm. I think when you have that, you, you're, you have more tools to bring to the table or to the, you know, to the card game. It's, like, ah, I, got, I got some up my sleeve. <laughs> I, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah. I totally agree. And, yeah. um, you know, one example is, is how different it is in Europe. Um, mm. Historically, European workers usually, I believe, have between four and six weeks of vacation. Mm. Yeah. And, Shh. you know, like the month of August, when, when I happened to, you know, be over there for my um, college exchange year, I mean, it, it was like Party City in August, um, but it was great. I mean, you yeah. didn't expect to 
go in a restaurant and be seated right away because, you know, it was just like a party. Everybody was on vacation and yeah. it, 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 it just kind of was a fun, chilled out vibe. Mm. Yeah. Um, and in America, what, you're lucky back then you got two weeks mm. or even now. I'm gonna I say was back gonna say, then. Yeah. I mean, even now. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, so I think I think it's always been like a cultural mm. component to yeah. that. But then you take an individual perspective where you you really have not set or or figured out boundaries for your own well being. Mm -hmm. So you 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 throw the people pleasing type person into a culture mm -hmm. where they 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 want you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They they want you to work and work and yeah. Um, and, and then you know, then you bear the repercussions of that. Right. Yeah. You could find yourself in a relational porous boundary situation in a different culture and it might not uh, destroy you as thoroughly right. <laughs> going to a workplace environment. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a title for this episode. <laughs> so walking into this episode, I didn't have this word in mind, but it just repeatedly keeps coming up as we're speaking and uh, whether it's uh, interpersonally, that outside of a work environment, let's say, or within the work environment. And we are, I think it is important now to specify, within the American culture mm -hmm. of work environment. The word value keeps coming to mind. Mm -hmm. um, in the past, I've talked about outsourcing your validation. You know, that that is dangerous to, for, to have someone else have to approve of your wound worth. <laughs> and mm -hmm. validate your worth. And I almost feel like the, they're parallel, if not overlapping each other on this, where there's, I get a sense of poor boundaries. Part of it stems from your value. The end result equation of your value is what other people think, what other people evaluate, what can you do for them, whether it's as a friend, as a parent, as a company, whatever it might be. And that if they then say, you're good to go, then you're good to go and your value is good. Mm -hmm. And that, that that kind of feeds versus if you were to already feel, I know my value, I know what I have to bring to the table, whether it's personally or at work, there's you can't get taken advantage of as much. Do you have a sense or a feeling that's like in your gut talking about boundaries and value and or value, validation? Oh, I have it more than in my gut. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 I, I, ha I have definitely lived what you just described mm. many times over. I've, I've lived that and in different situations um, depending on where I was working I was at the top of the world because I might have been younger and you know had it going on and had the personality and had what it took to close the deal and you know was just I mean in the in my 30s I, I was yeah top top of my game Mm. had it going on mm. um and and uh and i felt good i didn't feel like any boundaries were being violated um even though like i said i 
didn't really stop to think at, throughout my life or, you know, am I loving myself? Am I taking care of myself? In my 30s, I, I, I just had everything on my side, my youth, my right. energy. Uh, yes, I could talk to talk, close the deal and made really good money in sales because mm -hmm. why wouldn't you? You know, I mean, you. And then as life goes on, <laughs> you, you you get older and, you know, you're, you, life happens, you have children, you know, you, things change. And I, it, it, I really felt that going back in my 50s and reentering the workforce, whole other whole other ball game for a lot of reasons, not mm -hmm. besides just being older. You go in with the same thing that worked in your 30s, but guess what? It's a new world, and <laughs> and technology happened, and you know, social media and internet and all these other things, and um, you know, it's a lot to to kind of keep up with. And you go into a new world with the same values that you have always had. You know that you're going to work as long as it needs to the job is done you're going to volunteer you're going to show up you're going to you know you're you're going to be the same person because that's who you are right the only difference is now the folks that would validate you the the you know the co-workers or the sales that you closed or whatever the industry is the things that you you got that validation you got in your 30s and your 50s it, it's just not it's not there mm -hmm. This is where the boundary issue comes up. Okay. If your whole life you've recognized your worth and it, you didn't need val, you did not need validation from those around you, then I would think 50, 70, whatever age you are, you're going to go through life and you're going to be, well, you know, this is all I can do and I'm, that's it, you know, mm -hmm. I'm. That this is where I draw the line. I right. can do this, this, and this, but not all these other things. Mm -hmm. You go in being the same. I'll do everything. I'm, yep. I'm gonna like this is going to be my life, and I'm gonna you know give 110 percent. And you don't get appreciated, and you don't get that interview, and you don't get the raise, and you see. You see other folks in the office doing a lot less, getting a lot more of that that love that you got in your thirties. You you see you 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 start to feel it. You're like, mm -hmm. hmm, is it because I'm older now? Mm, probably, yeah. I mean, you know, let's face it. This is this is a real ism. Mm -hmm. Ageism is a real ism. Um, is it because? Um, I don't know if you're doing everything you can do and you're volunteering, you're showing up, you're doing everything and you still are not getting acknowledged or you're, or you're not getting, you're not feeling the love. I, I know that sounds like really silly, but it, it, oh, like being a person of my age, I, I do you know what I'm saying? It's like, you're not feeling that mm. positive energy. You're, yeah. you're almost feeling like, you're you're the outsider looking in even though you're doing as much or probably a lot more than contemporaries mm -hmm. and um 
And that's where, I mean, getting back to, to myself specifically, the, I think the boundary thing, I, I did not know about the boundary thing. Mm. So I'm thinking what worked for me in my 30s would work for me in my 50s or 60s. Mm. And, um, and it really didn't. Yeah. It didn't. And some of it was to blame on, you know, the, just the situation. But a lot of it, I, I'm going to take responsibility for it. Mm. You know, we all have to figure out our own worth and appreciate it and love ourselves mm. and then go from there. Mm. And then when you are in a work environment, you kind of know what you're willing to do. Right. You don't go in given everything mm. to anybody. Right. And we can pull in relationships with this now. Yeah. I mean, so that's a work scenario we've been talking about, but even in relationships. Mm -hmm. You don't want to go into a relationship and just give, you know, 110% of everything you have without boundaries. Yeah. Or you will be a dish rag. I mean, you're going to be used and, yeah. and, and you're going to be wondering, well, well I did everything. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you did too much. Yeah. I think in both of those examples, work and personal, you're pointing to an aspect of it that I had not yet gotten to myself. And I, it's trying, basically understanding that you only have agency over yourself. Yes, you can have a conversation with a friend or a supervisor or whatever about, hey, this doesn't make sense. I'm, you know, I'm giving you all this love. I'm giving you all this support and I'm getting nothing back or I'm doing all these extra hours. I'm, you know, putting in all these professional development, whatever, and I'm getting nothing back. It's important to have those conversations. I think that um, too often we, and I'm saying we as in just humans, mm -hmm. we keep things to ourselves and we either just put up with it or we blow up. But there's never that middle ground of having the attempt to bridge the gap. But let's say you do have that conversation. Let's say you have it two or three times mm -hmm. over the course of amount of, you know, a, a few months or whatever, and nothing shifts. I think it's no matter how right you think you are about, hey, I'm putting in all this love. I'm putting all these extra hours in. Whatever it might be, this is what normal healthy looks like. It doesn't matter if they are not ready or willing to hear it and reevaluate. Then it's down to you to reevaluate, like you're saying, okay, now I have to redraw my boundaries mm -hmm. because I cannot control your understanding of this situation. I cannot control your prioritization of the people or workers in your life. Like... I have no control over that. I attempted to bring it to light. And now I have to decide what to do with the wall that I just ran into. That's right. <laughs> Basically. That's right. Yeah. And it's, I, I, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but in one of the ways that I think you and I have learned a lot in the last few years, both personally and professionally, is understanding that no matter how right we are, no matter how many people agree with what we say, if the very people that you're trying to interact with, do not care, will not care, cannot hear, whatever it is. I don't even want to assign motivation, just are not moving at all. Mm -hmm. And I can think of both personal and professional 
you you have to change something your boundary has to and that's really hard when you like all logical common sense the majority of humans who are observing this situation are in agreement mm-hmm. but if that one person on the other side of the table is the one who doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how right you are <laughs> that is that is absolutely correct and that's hard to swallow <laughs> you're like my therapist agrees. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone agrees. My family agrees. Yeah. Whatever. And it's like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 And and it is, it is it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, and sometimes, yeah, where do I want to go with this? <laughs> I yeah, know where I want to go with this. <laughs> Go whichever direction. Sometimes sometimes you just have to walk away. Yes. Sometimes you have to, mm-hmm. in a business situation, you have to resign. You, yep. you have to say, well, you know what? Mm-hmm. I, this, this is so against everything I am. Mm-hmm. And if you can't see my value, then, then this, it's useless for me to, you know. Right. It's useless for me to stay here. Right. And same with a personal relationship. Absolutely. You know, you you put everything in, you put everything in, and if the other person isn't, for whatever reason, isn't seeing your value or or acknowledging that you're a, a important part of their life and they they want to keep you around, mm-hmm. you know, then then you need to move on. Yeah. Because I I think you know. There's that expression, dying a slow death. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a slow death if you are in a job or, or you're, you're with, or, or, or especially, gosh, especially if you've been in a place for a long time, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time. I mean, both of those things yes. go hand in hand because, as I said, what you have going on in your 30s is really different when you're older mm-hmm. and sometimes you've 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 invested years in something and and it's heartbreaking yes so my my take on that is learn your boundaries establish them in your you know as young as you can right <laughs> i was oh, going to yeah. say in your 20s establish them as a child yeah. <laughs> asap <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you know, the yeah. funny part is children do have boundaries. I mm-hmm. mean, they voice them when they're two and yeah. they refuse mm-hmm. to do things. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then parents have to come in and mm-hmm. kind of show them, you know, what they think is the, the way to behave and, and all that. But And that's where the story begins. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. true. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think when we, we were born, we really know our boundaries mm-hmm. and then we yeah. lose them yeah. from parental mm-hmm. involvement what you know people like you us anyway right, yeah, yeah. right right we lose them <laughs> not everyone I and, know, then, and then uh and then uh you, you know at some point you find them again mm-hmm. and but I, but i think to to have a, a happy existence you, yeah. you really have to know what your boundaries are yeah and um and if you find yourself in an unfortunate job or a relationship where for ton of different reasons you're not able to leave then at least take a little bit of comfort knowing that this too will pass it's mm-hmm. temporary yeah and you know you might have to stay somewhere for a while 
but it's temporary and you do the best you can and you honor yourself and you plan for your future and you know you don't let yourself crawl into the hole and and just think that's it and you and die in the hole right we all we all have those places where it's going to be dark for a while yeah but to know it's only going to be for a while you have to know your boundaries right so without those yeah. you can crawl in and think oh my god my you know this life is sucks it's horrible it's mm -hmm. whatever yeah, the expression that comes to mind about, um, you know, if you've really invested in a person or a work situation and you don't want to, you know, all those years, it is heartbreaking, but it's the idea of, you know, throwing in bad money after bad money. Just, yes. you know, it's like just because mm -hmm. th at that point, all you're doing is uh, investing in more pain. <laughs> like there isn't, sometimes you just have to cut your losses right. and say, all right. That's unfortunate. What did I learn from it? How can I take yes. this and get get out of this hole? And I might not be able to right away, but I can find a strategy. I can start yes. preparing. And I think that can allow you to disconnect and not um, associate with the situation. You are not the situation. It mm -hmm. can make it can allow you to kind of step right. back, even if you're still right in the middle of it. It is not you, and mm -hmm. you can then start. Okay, these are my boundaries. This, this is me. That's where it is. This mm -hmm. is where I begin. This is where it begins. How do I get the heck out of here? Right. Yeah. And what comes to mind is um, perception as well. So the, I think the hardest part, say there's one part where you, okay, I don't put my value in what other people think. And, you know, whether, again, personal or professional, I know my own value. But once you hit a point, a wall, where you see it's, no matter what you say or do, and I can, I mean, I have two screaming examples in my head, one personal and one professional. And they're identical in the sense that it doesn't matter what you say, they're not going to hear it. And you can say, okay, well, I know my own value. I know my own worth. But I think that there's, how do I say this? It's not quite gaslighting, but there's something exceptionally infuriating or frustrating about if only they could see, like maybe if you could say the right words that they could understand. <laughs> and to, uh, and it's like, it's like right there. It's right there. Why can't you see that? I don't understand it. And I can feel like I have felt like that with my mom my whole life. So it's a very familiar feeling. It's right there. Why? Maybe if I say the, maybe I'm saying the wrong words. Maybe I'm using the wrong examples. And it's like, no, eventually you have to understand that even if you're not putting your value into their belief it's like throwing in more bad money after bad money by trying to get them to see the truth mm -hmm. of what's going on. And again, that has nothing to do with your value at that point. It, but there is something about like, I guess the investment yes. in the relationship of like, I wish I could, is it me that's just not saying it right? Maybe if I try this analogy, maybe if I, you know. Yeah, and it's, and that, when it's your family, that's a whole other, mm -hmm. it's a whole other dynamic. Yeah. Because it's your family and yeah. you're just taught that they're your tribe and, right. and you know, every major holiday, you're probably going to be, the expectation is you're going to see the family and the expectation is you're, you know, going to be a Hallmark movie waiting mm -hmm. to happen. Everybody's, right. you know. Yeah. 
drinking the hot cocoa and having loving on each other and so you know and then the snow falls out the window and it's just life yeah. is so happy isn't it mm -hmm. yeah so you know we grow up with all those visions of family and what the the ideal family is yeah and as you live your life you you realize that there are very few families that are really you know we're all human and the reason is we're all human mm -hmm. and we all have different lives to to, to live and things to discover mm -hmm. and boundaries to set yeah <laughs> and yeah. We're, we're not a hallmark movie mm-hmm and and I think sometimes we damage ourselves trying to be, yeah, because it it just sets the stage for disappointment, mm -hmm. and you know it, it it's almost better to be, what is the other one like a it's almost better to be like a Chevy Chase family, you know where you <laughs> you, you know the tree's going to burn, you yeah. know the lights are going to fail, you yeah. you kind of go into it thinking well this is going to be a big shh. Show. Was, you, caught, you caught yourself just in time. <laughs> I caught myself just in time. Um, and and if you went into it like that, yeah, would, wouldn't that be fun? Right. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. wouldn't it be real? Right. Instead yeah. of the hallmark version that mm -hmm. we kind of want to play in our mind, that mm -hmm. we always are wanting that. And actually, ex exactly comes to mind as I was talking about with being in the hole in the darkness and separating yourself from the situation. It's kind of like, if you're like, okay, this is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not invested in changing anything. And I think that's part of the boundaries. You're not invested in changing someone's perception about the situation or yourself. You're not invested in trying to get someone to invest in you. You're just, all right, let's see what happens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? And there is, yeah, when you have that... That d disconnect of trying not to control everything and just saying, what do I have control over? Well, I have control over my own expectations walking through this door. <laughs> That's, That's what right. I've got control over. That's, That's it, period, end of story, but it changes everything. Yeah. And I will say, I will note that for people out there that might be experiencing things that I've experienced, yes, no one is imperfect. I mean, that's kind of the whole thing about this whole show, right? But there is a point where when someone is outright damaging mm -hmm. and toxic mm -hmm. and hurting you and whether they can control it or not, whether they know it or not, whether it's work, whether it's personal, you got you have you don't have to expose yourself to that. That's whether right. it's family or a company, you can choose to resign from either. It is much harder with family mm -hmm. because it's not a job, it's mm -hmm. literally your family, but that doesn't make it any less necessary impossible so i just want to say yes let's not expect perfection from anyone because i don't want anyone to expect perfection from me and you're setting yourself up for failure if you expect perfection but there is a difference between being imperfect and being destructive yes absolutely yeah and toxic is toxic yeah, yeah. and when you recognize that there's no cure for that toxic behavior mm -hmm. or yeah. attitude or intention right then you do for your own self-preservation you have to take yourself out of that situation yeah 
So actually, I think that's a good time to pivot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's always a little abrupt. <laughs> One of these days, we're going to have an episode where it's going to just all smoothly, cleanly transition to the last part of our episode. But yeah, today is not that day. <laughs> dream on. Um, so if you could tell me something that you love about yourself or you're grateful about yourself in reference to this conversation or just in general. Okay. I love that I still learn something new. <laughs> I learn I learn that learning is never over. Yeah. And people that act like they know it all I feel sorry for them. Yeah. Cuz baby, life is short mm -hmm. and keep your mind open and and uh yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that about me, that I recognize every day there's something new that I can learn or a new idea that I can open my mind up to and say, well, let me, let me think about that. Let me see how that works. Mm -hmm. So. What is it? Old dog learns new tricks. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. This old dog <laughs> is still learning new tricks. Heck yeah. Yes. And I love it. Yeah. I love a new trick. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, very early in this conversation, even if you think you know everything, things just are always changing and growing. So yeah, you can't always right? know everything because there's always something new to learn. That's even if it's right. technology, I mean, there's always something. <laughs> there's always something. <laughs> and people around you are growing and changing. So you can learn about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm grateful for myself, especially... Yeah, in light of this conversation, in light of the fact that we're sitting on this show together, in light of what I was showing you before we went on the air, um, I'm just, I'm grateful in terms of learning new tricks myself that I'm willing, I recognize the value and importance of letting go and cutting your losses and not mm -hmm. throwing in bad money after bad money. There are so many relationships yeah. personally and professionally where I put years no exaggeration years of effort mm -hmm. and nothing budged nothing and it doesn't matter who agrees it doesn't matter at all mm -hmm. and sometimes you just have to let go and i've done that a lot in this last year both professionally and personally and no regrets absolutely no regrets i'm glad i'm i want to reiterate the part about I think we as humans, we either stay silent or blow up. And I think it's important to have that awkward, uncomfortable conversation. Mm -hmm. It's I think that's really important to give people an opportunity, even two opportunities if you can. And if it's safe to do so, not every situation is safe. Mm -hmm. But to have that discussion of, hey, you're, you're running my foot over, over here, you know. Yes. But, after, you know, if you can manage that either way, whether you can or can't, you have the conversation and it, nothing changes. It sucks. It is heartbreaking. But what is far more heartbreaking is just... In one situation, I recently likened it to holding on to a moving car. Sometimes you just got to let go. Yeah. The car is not going to stop. You just have to let go. You're getting yes. dragged. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Walking to that Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> My family is like my like immediate family. That's like our family movie. It's like literally Christmas Vacation is like always referenced. It's that and The Incredibles. I don't know how those two movies became our family's movies, but it's so funny. <laughs> 
Great. Well, thank you for another day in the nook Mm -hmm. for a heavy conversation, an important one. Hopefully other people are learning something so they don't open a book and find out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll make sure to put that on the screen so people have it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That author is going to owe us some (laughs) references. (laughs) I think it's Pixie Lightfoot. Oh, Pixie. It just popped in my head. Ooh. Either that or Tinkerbell. <laughs> I don't know. No, it's 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 yeah, you're, you're, like you're positive. Yeah. Well, no, if, if I'm you're not, not I'm going to no. call you out with words. I'm, t- I'm totally not positive about anything, yeah. except enjoying our time here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm positive about that. I'm positive we are imperfect and having a good time. Yes, <laughs> definitely positive. About yes. That. <laughs>